<laughs> she looks very grumpy now. Uh, hello and welcome to the Chatter Cave podcast where, you know, we break down and review movies, TV shows, occasionally do video games and, you know, every now and again have a random ass conversation. Uh, I'm Hairs Dragon Clam Shoes, I'm joined by the lovely Hayden, aka Lickler, who possibly may come before this recording's over. Uh, and we're also joined by the lovely Geeky Bear, aka Alex. Something he uh, pestered me yeah. about doing last year and I never did it. Yep. But you know, nothing new. Year later, year later, we get there. We get there a year later. Plus, yes, Christmas. Because I mean, we could have done it at any point in the year, but you know, this is a Christmas. It, it fits show. more, doesn't it? It feels better to do it. No, it's Christmas time. Uh, obviously, today we're wrapping up our released Marvel live action shows uh, on Disney Plus with obviously Hawkeye, which obviously came out back end of twenty twenty one. Uh, obviously, we covered One Division, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki in the the same uh, year. Obviously, Alex, you're the only consistency on that front because uh, you did all three of those. <laughs> yep, you did all three of those. You did the first one with me, which was One Division. You did uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier with both of us, and then we did yeah. Loki as a proper group. Uh, so <laughs> you're the consistent one here. You know, apart from the 2022 slate, you weren't a part of those ones. You got recast by that point. With John Cena. He's sitting right next to you. That little area, there's, there's nothing. You see it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, obviously Hawkeye was the more festive Marvel show as it is set during the Christmas obviously period. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously the few days build up to Christmas with Hawkeye basically being the... the you know, mentor figure for the new Hawkeye, which is obviously Kate Bishop. Uh, and she's trying to go through, you know, these early stages of becoming this new hero mm-hmm. uh, while also dealing with family problems. And he's also dealing with family problems because he's trying to get home for Christmas. You know, the classic yeah. Christmas prot. i got to get home for Christmas. But there's only obstacles in the way. Oh, no. And in this case, the obstacles are bros. <laughs> um, a Rolex. A Rolex, yep. Obviously, a, a big man. And a ninja. There's a lot of obstacles for this and guy. And his best friend's sister, at one point. Yeah. There's a lot of obstacles mm. stopping him. There's a, the classic Marvel obstacles obviously. stopping a good old Clint yeah. from uh, getting home. Mm-hmm. See, obviously, okay. this is the one, I, out of all the ones that were announced early on, this is the one that I was straight up, I need to see. Because I'm a big Hawkeye fan. Mm-hmm. I still remember when the first Avengers came out. I remember being in school... I can't remember what I think it was science at the time. Uh, it shows how old this was. I was in mm. school at the time it came out. Um, and I remember everyone like, being like, oh, it's my favourite character in this movie. And there's me by myself going, I like Hawkeye. And uh, yep. I remember one person was going, who's there? And I was just like, really? The one with the bow? I remember someone literally saying that. It's the archer, the guy with the fucking bow and arrow. But yeah, uh, so that shows how much I've loved this character. Mm-hmm. Since he's been introduced, obviously he was introduced within four in that mm. little bit role. Yes. Uh, but obviously, I think I probably grew up a bit more with uh, Earth Mightiest Heroes, mm-hmm. where he was sort of like the, a villainous character, but not a villain. Like he's, but they, they yeah. labelled him as a, they labelled him as villain. The but shield. He was yeah. not a villain. It's more of Shield going after him, but from his perspective, we know he wasn't. Yeah. Bad. He was basically labelled a villain, even though he was not done anything at all. Mm. They were just trying to yeah. get him arrested. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so that's where I know him heavily from, mm-hmm. and the next Avengers movie. Correct. Yes. Um, so yeah, obviously there's a there's a few 
film like animated projects here and there i've mm-hmm. watched and grown to love hawkeye through and obviously then they introduced him in four and then got him a bit of a bigger role in avengers and slowly as they've yes. gone along they'll give him a bit more to do because obviously event you know yourself obviously four he didn't read really do much no. avengers he was he basically used those as a basically a little villain plot device until the end obviously age of ultron's the one where they actually brought him out more mm-hmm. obviously his relationship with wanda and obviously pietro mm-hmm. uh then obviously he took a step back until civil war again he didn't come until Retired. the end obviously <laughs> infinity war not involved at all no. Endgame utilized as the ronin a big part of the plot mm-hmm. and obviously that's it he's, he's slowly been used a bit more as the films have yeah. gone along and then i've gone okay we'll give him his own story here mm-hmm. a passing of the torch story even though we haven't used him heavily we're going to pass the torch on to someone else mm-hmm. that we're probably hopefully going to use a bit more uh within the, yeah, the next with... avengers project like the young avengers projects yes i think she's going to be quite good especially with like all the chemistry she's oh, had with uh it's katie bishop yes and say because obviously, yes, it, it's his show, mm-hmm. but it's also her show. Definitely, it's yeah. it's very it's a bit like obviously all the ones we've seen so far, apart from Loki. It's mm-hmm. split between the two characters. Obviously, Loki technically it's just Loki, it's, Loki, it's Loki, and Loki. <laughs> so it's yeah, you know, it's not really split between two. Um, whereas obviously Falcon and Soldier, One Division mm-hmm. was split between One Division exactly. Mm-hmm. So realistically, the twenty twenty one slate of Marvel was more of you know two. Separate characters, yes. heavily used. Whereas the 2022 mm. slate of Marvel have been more solo-driven mm. yeah. uh, projects, uh, solo-driven, diverse projects. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say, uh, for the fact that obviously you've had obviously uh, female-driven ones. Yes. Obviously, you've had the uh, Egyptian-driven ones, like the yes. Ar- Ar- Arabic, like the Middle East. Yeah. yeah. Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you've had a lot more push for like the religious angles and whatnot. Yes. Whereas this doesn't bother pushing anything like that. It doesn't need to be. It just wants to be a Christmas mm-hmm. special, basically. Yeah. Uh, which, as seen, with the, as seen with the Guardians special this year, uh, Marvel seems to be very good with uh, these Christmas specials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But unlike the Guardians project, this actually has a villain. And they aren't stealing <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and they aren't trying to steal Kevin Bacon. Yep. <laughs> it's one of your favourite villains. Yes, they they utilise one of my favourite villains mm-hmm. from the Netflix universe, which is, of course, Kingpin. Obviously, he's left for the the last act, obviously. Because you've got to build up the, the theories. Because, obviously, 2021 Marvel, in terms of TV mm-hmm. shows, was heavy in theories. Yeah, yeah because it was like... Particularly, um... uh, was the most heavy. Oh, I mean, we discussed like... that we discussed mm-hmm. that heavily, I think, if I remember correctly, in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, about how that like was such a big theorized show, like oh this might happen, this might happen, yeah. And this is the same. They left it to your, your mind. It's like okay, this could be Kingpin they're talking about here, but is it? Gonna and then be... you also got the uh, yeah, mm-hmm. depending on which Kingpin is, is it going to yeah, be. Is it going to be Netflix, Netflix Kingpin or not? Mm-hmm. Of course, reveal of it is a Netflix one. Yeah, obviously, obviously the obviously Spider Man uh, No Way Home came out before this. Yes, the finale at least. I mean, uh, so obviously at that point. <clears throat> Uh, we know that after Charlie Cox's yes, and obviously we did get. Uh, wait, was this were these the release Fridays? Because obviously Marvel's constantly kept changing the release dates for these shows. Yeah. One minute the Fridays, <laughs> next minute the Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Was Hawkeye the Wednesday one? Or was it the Friday one? 
can't remember. All I remember is you telling me. Was it the Friday? Because I remember I watching Spider Man. I remember watching Spider Man on the Thursday and letting you know. Yes. Don't watch it just in case. Uh, there's a big. Because obviously everyone theorizing that I was at the ending of Spider Man Nowhere, how swinging down over the ice rink. Everyone was like, "Oh, could he be in the finale?" And I remember messaging you like, "Don't watch this. Just in case. I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's nothing." And I'll message you to say it's clear. And obviously it is clear because it's not in that. It was again another theory from fans <clears throat> over overhyping a possibility yeah. of something. The only thing is, uh, which is I mean, what Marvel did really, recently, yeah. is overhyping the idea of this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they get pissed off. Yeah, it's yeah. the idea of creating your what own if? fantasy and getting pissed off when that fantasy is not real. Basically, yes. But the only thing that was like a big woo is the fact that it's Wilson Fisk's back, and it's the same one yeah. from Netflix. So I guess that's the other thing. If you haven't watched Spider-Man, you won't know that Charlie Cox is back. So that would have also been a big, oh my God, he's, that's that Fisk. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and you haven't watched the Netflix one. You're like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. This, guy's, this guy's not Kingpin. He's not a giant with a little head. <laughs> no, he's not from Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> or that one random Daredevil one. Which one? Another film. Oh, and he's played by... Uh, oh. That guy, he died in real life, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't remember his name on top of my head. But yeah, I know you're on about the mm-hmm. one, obviously, the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yes. The, the actor who obviously passed away. Uh, I think like 10 years ago, something, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but yeah, obviously, that was the big, <sighs> big thing of this. Is Obviously, it's street level. You need something at street mm-hmm. level to bounce around mm-hmm. with. And obviously, that's why they go with the... the the tracksuit mob with the bros. Bro. Yeah, bro. Trust a bro. Trust a bro. Obviously, uh, Yelena, obviously, mm-hmm. again, a bit more of a street level sort of assassin. Also, I like that they brought a Yelena in because obviously, Yelena and Kate had that sort of like friendship like, like yeah. vibe, which is obviously the new Hawkeye, new Black Widow. Obviously, Hawkeye, original Hawkeye. Oh, and the Moth Early. were best friends. That and so. obviously. It's a, a good way of wrapping up yes. the, the Hawkeye and Widow story of mm-hmm. yeah, obviously how she died. Mm-hmm. And the fact that obviously at the end of uh, mm-hmm. Black Widow yes. movie, you had the, uh, the end credit scene of Yelena being spoken to, obviously by uh, Madame Hydra. Yes. And obviously she was like, oh, this is the guy that kills your sister. Mm-hmm. Shows, him the Hawk- shows her the Hawkeye picture and that sets up her to be a part of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And obviously then that this show allows them to wrap that story up by going, okay, I didn't kill your sister. Yes. She sacrificed herself. She she was better than me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do anything to stop her. Mm-hmm. It was a good way of allowing them to put closure to this story. Yes, because obviously yeah. he's still grieving throughout this entire Yeah, this, this is... Uh, well, that, that's the thing. The 2021... You remember the 2021 Marvel TV slate was the grieving... Uh, yes, it was. The bunch. Because, you know, everyone was sad Massively and Massively wonder. <laughs> yep. Obviously, they said the Wonder Visions. Obviously, because Wonder lost Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, Aquaman Soldier they lost Cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, he lost his mom. Yeah. Well, he's basically reliving everything and seeing the fact how much he's lost. Yes. And then you've obviously got Hawkeye, which is the grieving of Nat. Mm-hmm. For the fact that obviously, Endgame this was our last act. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're wearing. I thought he was wearing a David Bowie t- t-shirt, to be honest. <laughs> the only David Bowie t-shirt I've got is Labyrinth. 
And that does not fit this at all. No. But Black Widow does. Mm-hmm. Because of Yelena. Yep. Um, but yeah, obviously, this isn't no different with the Grieving Bunch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it fits into the 2021 slate perfectly. Yeah. It's, it's just... a good way to end. Mm-hmm. Because they've been hard hitting up to this point, oh, and it's definitely. nice to end on a fun vibe mm-hmm. rather than and also very impactful. Yeah, it's right. Because obviously, all the ones have kind of been depressing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Obviously, Falcon was Soldier yeah. probably the least mm-hmm. depressing ending for the fact that you know New Cap. It's yeah. the least depressing anyway. Is One Division depressing because she lost the kids? Obviously, uh, Loki's depressing because, well. The world's changed now. Everything's mm-hmm. is in a new world. He's like, oh my god, basically, we essentially mm-hmm. lost here. Whereas this is like not that. It's actually trying to need to be this fun ending yeah. for the fact it's a Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like you've got a new family as well for Kate. Exactly, because obviously she's with the Bartons. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. So that's a nice way to end the show. Yeah, because I don't. It wraps up cool, the whole. As pipe. cool as Jack is, I don't think he'll be great. Uh... Oh, Jack's not the no. best character. <laughs> I don't think he'd be a great. Hello, dad. sweetie. Hacha, <laughs> hacha, <laughs> uh, Oh, it's funny. Jack's the best side character of the show. Oh, it's like if they were uh, to be a red herring. Perfect. Yeah, the LARP is a good yes. Yeah. Oh, I love the LARPers. Especially during the final act when they, they come all out. Uh, you're just missing the Avengers female top. Dun, 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 as they come standing out. They're battering <laughs> everyone. But the big guy's the best when just Betty flops like one upon it and running at him. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. God, play him. Fucking LARPers. I mean, it, it, it is like a one that is, it's very consistent as it goes along. Mm-hmm. But I think once it hits episode four is when it gets to its peak. I think the yeah. first three are good builder episodes. Obviously, you yes. disagreed with the first one because, I mean, uh, if you've seen the Hayden Show episode, you literally gave it your, your full marks. I loved the first um, episode because... Obviously, the three are very builder episodes to build up to a point, whereas four is where it brings in, obviously, mm. them actually coming together a bit more. Obviously, it also introduces Yelena, uh, yeah. Fisk, and obviously reveals a lot about, obviously, Maya's character, mm-hmm. but obviously her best friend's... Mm. Involvement in her dad's death, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously coming to terms with everything. So obviously it's the it's that point where it gets to like, oh yes, yeah, the show I'm waiting for. Um, it's good. Uh, I say every episode is pretty good. It's really good. Obviously, it's just yeah. the last three, just like most of the Marvel shows, it's the last three where it it's the best. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. My, my only complaint, I think you can agree with me on this one, Goop. is the uh, the put, silly putty arrow in episode two. And obviously they're doing oh. the massive car chase scene and obviously Kate fires an arrow mm. and it's silly putty. But the CGI and the silly putty just looks so awful. Yeah. It it's... just looks like, oh, no. It's the only time the CGI was... Yeah, the rest of the CGI in the show is pretty spot on. Yeah. I mean, it, it, obviously heavily utilised it more within the, the finale. Definitely. But the rest of the show doesn't heavily rely on CGI, which is mm. nice because it doesn't really need to. But it's even, street level. It's like dead level. It's street level. The very same scene where they make the, the arrow massive. That looks better. Yeah, than... the massive arrow looks a lot better than the. the I think it's just, just the texture, the movements. Yes. It... And you knocked my fucking mic off, woman. And she did. You knee knocked that. I watched you. <sighs> but yeah, I obviously. Thought it was dumb. No, her knee, not the bottom of it. it my, my knee's over here. Here. Her knee's over there where the fucking mic was. Yeah, I thought, I thought you knocked it off with your hands. No, she did. Okay, um, okay. Lies. <laughs> but yeah, obviously the, the big arrow looks a lot better than the silly point. Mm-hmm. As I say, 
Mm. It's the move. It's it's a it's a moving CGI. It, mm. it you know, it's you know. I, I also know. really enjoy the uh, the miniature arrow as well, where they turn into a <laughs> mini bros. What, what are we gonna do now? I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask Scott about that. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that sorted. I said to Hayden, I would love this was an end credit scene of the, like a truck in like an owl's nest, and it just grows yeah. big and it's just stuck in a tree. Yeah, that would have been funny. Like, what are we gonna do now, bro? I don't know, bro. We're screwed. Or even like it just—you think it's big, like it shows them, and you think it's big, and in reality, is it zooms out and it's still tiny. It's just a big owl above them. Like next to eggs and start hatching. Oh no, bro! <laughs> start pecking at the thing. That would have been, that would have been quite fun. The little guns. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, but instead we got a much more funner end credit scene. Yeah. Because this show doesn't really need. I can do this all day. This show doesn't really need. An end credit scene to set up no. anything really. Obviously, yes, it could obviously set up anything more with Kate or the Thunderbolts, yes. Mm. Uh, but obviously, it doesn't really need to. So it it mm. does the good thing of ending on just like a fun vibe, which obviously is a callback to episode yep. one with the Rogers mm. musical. So I do like they actually give the full version, which is really fun <laughs> uh, because it's it's definitely like you know a toe tapper. Like, yeah, this is good. This is this is definitely something. <laughs> <laughs> Because obviously you kind of got interrupted within the first time you saw that boy. Obviously, Clint, you know, mm-hmm. don't know if it's aid. Uh, I don't blame him. Which is another thing I want to get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's nice that they actually gave you the full cinematic experience of the Rogers musical, the very inaccurate Rogers musical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott was totally doing there. there. Yeah, Scott was totally there in that weird, yeah. cheap-looking outfit that mm-hmm. didn't have a helmet on at all, just some sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just small. Tony's just wearing a jacket with a t-shirt. It's got the art wrapped on it. Hawks and a hoodie. Yeah. Oh. I think that's, that's the closest Trash. to yeah. that That's the closest. But remember that Avengers Academy game? That little mobile game? Yeah. It's basically what Tony looked like. Yes. Yes. That, so... he's, he's just got a fucking jacket and Don't Wasn't that one he was voiced by freaking Dave Franco? The good Franco, bro. Oh, the good one. Probably. I'm pretty certain he, because I remember John Cena voicing like one of the characters as well. Really? He was Hulk. If I remember correctly. Oh my god! That, that game, I remember that game. That got they just scrapped it in the after a while. Did they? It's fun, not game. It's a fun little, yeah. you know, classic mobile building game. Tick tick tick. Fucking tapping on stuff. But yeah, obviously going back to what I, was, I mentioned with the hearing aid. Obviously, this is another mm-hmm. one that's dealing with the first time the fact that Hawkeye is partially deaf. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I was, and obviously, you see like a flashback to all the explosions that have caused a partial mm. deafness. Uh, well, it's not just explosions; it's also breaking in, uh, breaking through windows as well. Everything's just yeah. slowly fucking his ear up to the point that he's now obviously struggling with his hearing, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously a big theme with this. But the fact that obviously you got the introduction of uh, Echo, yeah. the deaf character, who's obviously getting her own series next mm-hmm. year. Yep. And obviously, her literal character is throughout. Deaf. Obviously, she's also yep. a uh, amputee. Is the word I'm after? Because obviously, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she's got a uh, sort of metallic leg. Yes. So that's a prosthetic leg. Prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word I'm after. Yeah. So obviously, that's a a new thing that Marvel have looked at here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've never really dealt with anything of that scale before. They're showing more diversity. Exactly. I think we had, didn't we have that discussion before me and you. I swear we've had that discussion at some point before about with something. 
Probably. I've I definitely don't know. had a discussion where we spoke about. Oh, it wasn't with Marvel. It was with Dragon Prince. Yeah. With the fact that we we did reference this show, but also doing the same thing with a deaf character. Mm-hmm. That was it. I, I remember now. I'll get, I'll get there eventually. <clears throat> but yeah, so it's nice that they are showing this bit more diversity with the fact that there are people out there that are deaf. There are people mm-hmm. out there that obviously have prosthetic legs. Uh, yep. And even they can do what normal people can do. Obviously, she's yeah. pretty much a badass in this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first shot you get of her with the red room, the very daredevil red lights, with the, the obviously the music beating, but obviously she can't hear it, but she can feel the vibrations, and it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is a really cool introduction. And in the following episode, you get this really action-packed sequence with obviously her fighting, obviously, Clint. And then you get her yeah. fighting Kate later on. You also get mm-hmm. her with a little fight with Yelena when obviously she gets involved. And it's pretty it much shows, obviously, her as like this really skilled fighter mm-hmm. even with these um what's the word i'm after here disabilities yeah there's another word i was after but i can't i, don't know. I can't think of the word i was after but yeah with these obviously disabilities that would obviously you hinder. think would hinder yes these uh, this check well, ability to fight which you obviously see with that one kid mm-hmm. and it's the flashback to her and obviously that big chunky kid and it's he's just like okay because even he's just like, well, I can clearly see. Obviously, she is using that. She's an amputee. Obviously, she's got a prosthetic leg, and uh, clearly see people obviously signing to her, and it's just like, okay, this is kind of not fair. In, yeah, into to his, her, to his face. It's but in reality, she just kicks yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> one hit, one dunk. Mm-hmm. Down he goes. Uh, yep. But yeah, obviously. It's pretty cool. Obviously, we get a lot of flashbacks for her in this. Obviously, I'm guessing we're going to get pretty more within her oh, show definitely. to build up her character a lot more because then they're going to build her up as a more heroic character, not yes, fully yeah. hero, but like kind of like also, daredevil type character. Yes. Also, we're like, going to find out what happens with uh, Kingpin at the end. Yes, because that's an off-screen kill. Yeah, because it's it shot. Kill. No, it's, it's not a kill. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. No, it's, I know. It's a shot from the comics. Yeah. In the comics, she oh. shoots him in the eye. You wear the exact same outfit as well. Yes. Yeah. The classic Kimpin Hawaiian outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, obviously, she in the comics, from correctly, she shoots him in the eye. Yes, but he survives. And he survives it. And obviously, he comes back. And that is obviously going to be a big part of not just Echo. Yeah. But also Daredevil Born mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. And maybe even Spider-Man. Possibly. Like, he, I mean, he's, he's a Spider-Man villain. villain. So technically speaking, that could he could be a big part within mm-hmm. that. Like he could send someone after Peter, and that could lead to Peter and Daredevil teaming up on the yes. big screen. That would, so they're definitely setting up that. That would be like really cool. Mm. There's a lot they can do with the introduction of these Netflix characters that have been yes. built already. So you don't have to do much character building because mm-hmm. you can literally just go look at that show and go, okay, this is the character here. I understand his background. I understand mm-hmm. everything about him. Now we've got him in this bigger universe. Yeah. Which mm. I like. Obviously, we got Daredevil. I mean, we got Daredevil within. Well, we got Matt. Sorry, within Spider Man. Yes. And then we got Daredevil. Wilson Fix Kingpin within. Obviously, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And Daredevil then we got Daredevil slash Daredevil Matt within She Hulk. Within She-Hulk. Well, he's banging um, She Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he's banging She Hulk and doing the Walk of Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's cool that we're now getting these characters slowly being used within this because obviously, mm-hmm. those are the big Netflix characters. Really, was obviously Daredevil, Kingpin. Yeah. And, uh, Punisher and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Those four were the, the, the biggest, yeah. more, most popular ones. Obviously, Luke was pretty popular. 
Obviously, Danny not yeah. working here. I think um, Danny and Luke would work better as a duo yeah. and then separately. Yeah. They're always a duo in the comics. The heroes for hire. Would work better for them. You know, I was kind of disappointed that there was no Jessica Jones in She-Hulk. But what are you going to do? Probably saving her for elsewhere. Something yeah. more fitting. Cheers. And who knows? We might get David Tennant again. His corpse. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could be not dead. Well, yeah, they could, yeah. Wreck, they could wreck on that whole thing. But... Because aren't, didn't they really do that in... Uh, didn't they say that that was basically like somewhat a different universe, but also not? Mm. Kind of. I mean, they technically retcon the whole Mockingbird situation within this, yes. of the Age of the Shield. Because obviously in this, it's revealed obviously Hawkeye's wife is actually Mockingbird, Agent 19, mm-hmm. not 13. I read it wrong, okay. Yes, you read a 9 as a 3, well done. Um, How do you do that? Because she's an idiot. <laughs> it was far away, so it was quite blurry. Um, so yeah, obviously they retcon they obviously the Age of the Shield Mockingbird character. By having it uh, be Hawkeye's wife in this, yeah. and a different mm. actress, not uh, obviously the woman. Uh, I can't remember pronounce her name in the actress who played her, and obviously uh, Angel oh. Shield. Mm. Uh, whereas obviously, no, it's just Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, it's nice that they've actually utilised her character in some way, not just had her. Yeah, because it was kind of obvious she was used to be an agent. Yeah, they're very obvious. It's, and it is quite like surprising that it's mockingbird yeah so they could have just they could have just had it a generic agent or something but mm-hmm. it's quite yeah. interesting it's like oh because obviously technically speaking mockingbird Hawk- and hawkeye within yes. the comics have a big relationship because yes, uh, i remember having one the mm-hmm. like a, a hardback book i was mm-hmm. loads of comic in and one of them was that one and like, i remember one shot i was sending like a hot tub like, in, like, yeah. a, like a love heart like romantic motel sleazy hotel mm-hmm. sort of uh one like that one episode of Earth Might Heroes where they definitely had yeah. something. Exactly. And, Tom's, and that book is now stuck on that page. Oh, absolutely. Because, <laughs> it there because it's now stuck together. You have to, you have to get a, a fucking saw in there to fucking saw it open. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> You're the one who made the joke. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh, fucking... <laughs> Safe. Um, but yeah... It's it's definitely something that you can watch over a weekend or watch over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Uh, it has a, it's like, a lot of fun. It's it's even impactful. even watching it again, like it was, it wasn't boring. It was yeah. actually oh, yeah. it's really enjoyable, no matter how many times you watch it. I say because we, we I know you watched it in pretty much like do you watch it like one sitting or uh or over two days? Technically two days, but like, it could have been one sitting. So I watched the first episode, and then I ended up playing Overwatch. And then the next day I watched it all. I say, because we watched it over three days, we watched it over the weekend, yes. so we watched, like, it was watched one episode Saturday, was it? I think so. Then we watched uh, three, we watched most of the episodes yesterday, mm-hmm. and we watched the finale this morning. Obviously we didn't have to watch episode one, because we watched that recently. So we just oh, skipped okay. that, we was like... That's why it took so long to get on the Discord call this morning. No, it was just her getting dressed. Um yeah. Typical. But, but yeah, obviously we didn't have to watch episode one because we watched that like three weeks ago. So we was like, mm. "Fuck it, we 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 know what happens in episode one. It's yeah. the meeting. We don't need to watch it, so it's fine." Um, but yeah, obviously we did. You can literally one sitting or as we did over a weekend, mm. and it will keep drawing you back in like to one of yeah. the next episode because it's always ending on a 
a high note of like, oh shit, I need to see this. The episode one ends obviously uh, Hawkeye revealing obviously Bishop's face underneath the road and everything and being like, oh, come on. It's Bishop. Uh, obviously one of the episodes ends with obviously the Yelena reveal. Yes. Uh, yep. You also got the Kingpin reveal at the end of the episode, uh, mm-hmm. penultimate episode before the finale. Um, you got obviously these little reveals that make you go, you know what? I need to see where this next mm-hmm. episode is. I need to watch this next one. <clears throat> and that's what I did like about the 2021 yes. Slate of Marvel. They kept drawing you back in. Mm-hmm. They were very consistent in their episodes. And the next episode always carries on from there. Like, mm. off of the Yelena one, the next episode, we actually see what happens. Yeah, we get to see Yelena before see the blip. Her experience. I know you love that shot of I do. her basically going to the bathroom, washing her hand, being blipped out of existence, but then blipping really quickly mm-hmm. back into existence the background all changing because it's yeah. been like how many years like and I know, for the people that were blipped they didn't real realize anything actually happened that is well, the whole thing i liked people. with the 2021 slate mm-hmm. of marvel as well because uh one division did it as well uh with yeah. uh, monica they showed you someone who blipped and their reaction to the blip yes. of coming back into existence because all we'd ever seen from obviously the end game was just the heroes coming back and being like mm-hmm. avengers assemble um so we never actually saw a genuine reaction to someone for the blip. Yeah, the ones who had no idea what was going on. Yeah, obviously uh, the second Spider-Man movie kind of showed obviously some people's reactions, yes. but not fully. Uh, but this is like, these, more the, for last, really. Yeah, these two are the first times you actually get to see something. Obviously, with the one division one, it was Monica obviously being with her mom as she was dying, mm-hmm. being blips and coming back and being like, "Where's my mom gone? Mm-hmm. She's gone." Uh, and then obviously this is the case of. We literally see someone blip back, like literally back and forth. It's like they, they yeah. go, but you see the fucking, I see the path the of her still in the air as she quickly blips back. So they could literally could have just blipped her out and then like, been like a few seconds and then had her come back. But they yeah. didn't, it was like really quickly done, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And you said the room change you know, adds to the effect of her then going out, <clears> finding obviously a friend and be like, what the hell's going on here? Mm. And then basically having to now adjust to this new world. And in this case, obviously being corrupted by Madame Hydra, yes. uh, who's basically been like, oh, Hawkeye's killed your sister. Mm. Go kill Hawkeye because we need him dead for some reason. And that's the thing as well. She basically, she went to the bathroom with her sister. Her sister's still alive. And back, she's dead. Yeah. It's, 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 that was a pretty cool opening mm. of an episode that was. That's probably one of the best openings, in my opinion, of this series. Definitely. Because uh, it's just like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's it's definitely a great character-driven show. Uh, oh, definitely. It's very comedic. It builds so many characters as well. It's it's very funny. It's very action-packed. Uh, there's a lot of good banter between people. Specifically, obviously, you say Yelena and uh, Kate, but also Clint and Kate. They have a lot of really good back-and-forth moments. Yeah. And it's, it's just perfect. I mean, I, I wish I brought it up now. It's in the cupboard downstairs. I actually... Recently brought a Disney store Hawkeye mug. Mm. Uh, mm. That's meant to be his, uh, obviously, his uh, quiver. quiver on his back. And it comes with a little spoon. The spoon shot up an arrow. Yeah. So that's I, I should brought that important up. character, Tom. Wow. Lucky. Oh, yes. I better not say that loud, name it loud because my say dog will bark. Dog. Pizza that's Dog, yes. At the start, she calls it Pizza Dog. Well, his name is... L the pizza dog. Yes. Well, again, I'm not saying the name out loud because my dog will stop barking. And no, yeah. I did not name my dog after this show. 
This is before I knew this dog existed. The show named it after the dog. Yes, the, the show named it after my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I remember when we watched the Hawkeye pilot for yeah. your show and you were like, if anything happens to this dog, I'm going to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I agree, because the dog's just like so beautiful. Sure. Again, oh, it's look. another case of diversity for the fact that mm. but it's got one eye. The dog yeah. literally has one yeah. eye. And it likes to eat pizza. We gotta get the yeah. pizza lovers in there. It's not just Ninja Turtles that eat pizza. Dogs yeah, too. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember we was watching. Oh, there's that one bit obviously when uh, the uh, Hawkeye and obviously Bishop are captured, and then we made the joke of like, uh, "Oh, we captured two of them." But what about the third one? And obviously, we were making the joke that uh, he was going to jump down from the raft and start using his, the bow to take all the fucking bros <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully we get more of the dog. At, in I the think yeah, because like, I mean, the, she is like a pivotal part of case. Yes, I mean the comic I read, uh, which obviously focus on her. Mm-hmm. He's in the comic heavily, mm-hmm. yeah. so I'm hopefully we get more. Of I mean, he's, and... he's introduced the dog to the family. Those kids are going to be like, "That's our dog now. If you touch it, we'll kill it. We'll kill you. We'll all. kill it. I'll kill you all." Mate. <laughs> I mean, oh, say you we'll kill it. And then everyone else. <laughs> this is the deleted scene. The kids just choking at the dog. <laughs> Nate, what are you doing? I'm co- I'm copying Antoinette. <laughs> He's got his legs wrapped around. <laughs> Don't make this kid a killer, man. Uh, I do like the fact, obviously, they brought the entire family back. Like, yeah. no, that was not because they could literally just worked around not having them in it. But I like the fact they brought them back because yeah. it adds more emotion to him wanting to get back home. Mm. Mm. And there's a lot of comedy with them. I mean, that that one scene when the is like, ah, oh, you're in charge. The big, obviously, the older. Uh, so, uh, son, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the daughter's like, Hey, why is he in charge? He's an <laughs> idiot, yeah, but I have seen you already. <laughs> so it is nice that they brought the entire family back. So it is a very family show, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which obviously capitalizes on that idea from One Division, but with a less depressing angle of they're not real, yeah, yeah, because they are real on this. <laughs> They've been established literally since Age of Ultron, yes, when the obviously uh, one was technically still in the womb. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nathaniel. Yeah, it's gonna be. Is it? It's gonna be a little Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 On that little picture, she look at the picture. Ah, oh, they're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's it. It's definitely a one of the top tier Marvel ones. I mean, that's why I kind of. I mean, if you're my uh ranking of TV shows, the top mm-hmm. ten from last year. Uh, obviously there was very heavy Marvel in that. Specifically, two shows more than any, if I remember correctly, which is obviously Loki and this one. Mm-hmm. And I did put this over Loki because of my love for Hawkeye biasness, obviously. But it was very fun. So, yeah, it's definitely something that mm-hmm. could be checked out over Christmas. Also, Kate Bishop. Also, yes, Kate Bishop. It's cool. It's just a, there's a lot to love about this show. Definitely. And there's, the side apart from that one CGI characters. moment... There's not really anything yeah. to hate about the show. You, you can overlook that, though, can't you, really? I mean, we, um, we, we overlook the, uh, <laughs> you guys are screwed now scene from uh, yes, Infinity War. Yes, we do. And that doesn't diminish well, we the take the piss of it. out of it, but... I mean, it, it, I feel like, just because of the movement, it just makes me just go, yes. oh, it just kind of throw it back a little bit. From, so mm-hmm. When I do rate it, I'm not going to give it a 10. It's one of those personally. ones that it's like, oh, but as soon as it's gone, you've got that. Yeah, but it's still just going to pull it back a little bit for me for make me go... Uh, you guys are screwed Ned but that was funny that was funny bad yeah that was hilarious bad because of the dialogue <laughs> whereas that is just visually bad yeah 
and there's not really anything funny around that moment. So. Although you could say, it's... I mean, you said yourself they could have done it practically. They could have done it practically, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anything else uh, anyone wants to input here? Um, I think I've said all my bits. Kate Bishop. Same. Name. So we'll go to the ratings then. Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. So, as I said, love the show. Obviously, that one bit of joy. Mm-hmm. It is a bit of a hindrance just because visually for me. I mean, when I first watched it, I mean, the you guys are screwed now. It's not something I noticed until you really pointed it out to me. It's something I could look past. Whereas this, it's kind of plugged in your face. To be fair, though, it's the opposite for me because I didn't notice the the goo until you told me. Oh, then the first time I saw it, I didn't notice it was bad. I mean, for me, it's so it's, until it po- it pokes out the screen me. instantly, and I was like, mm. Mm. Do I have? I didn't notice it was bad. And I, I'm going to rewatch that scene. You rewatch it and you'll go. Ooh. I think it's because I was focused on like the action, the overall. Yeah. Not just... Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so that does drag it back, not heavily, just a little tiny bit, like a 0.1 back. So if you can guess, I'm going to give this <laughs> 9.9 out of 10. That's it. That's how much yeah. I love this show. It doesn't get the 10. It's very close. That CGI wasn't there. I probably would give it a 10. See, for me, like yes, it. The... The job is a bit of annoying, but afterwards, you forget about it. It's one of those ones I'm where you, it, you can forgive it. Also, Kate Bishop. <laughs> you just love that character, that's why. I do. This is cool. It's Harry Steinfeld. He doesn't love Harry Steinfeld. But I'd give it a 10 out of 10 because it's Harry Steinfeld. <laughs> See, I'm the, I'm the biased one here, and I've actually not given oh, it yeah, a full 10. I'm also biased. For different reasons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten as well because I love Hawkeye. I love the show, mm-hmm. and unlike Tom, I can look past mm-hmm. the graphical errors. It just it just Error. makes me want to throw up. It's it, not to me. It's not a bad. It's more of like when no. you first seen it, but as soon as it goes off, you get it twice. You focus. You on get it. it twice in the show. She uses it in the when the when she breaks into fucking uh, Echo's room. When she she shoots it at the fucking the, the, that weird BP thing that obviously that lets obviously echo alarm. Alarm. the sight alarm. You see it, you, it's in the dark, but you can see it moving. And it just look it's just like no, I, I can still see look. it again. Get me out of it again. I wasn't looking at it. So. I think someone's just over dramatic. Service life. Little drama queen. Yeah, it's true. I'm pretty certain. I don't even have to Google what this is. I'm pretty certain. It'd be like a 9.96, more likely or something stupid like that. So technically speaking, that would then give Hawkeye a chat cave, a chat cave a rating of 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that would be that. Would I be right? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's two 10s versus one 9.9. Mm-hmm. I'm biased, but I'm, I'm, I have an extent to my biasness. If I see something I don't like, it will hinder it for me. Yeah, yeah whereas I can be blinded by, by one thing, so... Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Um, okay, uh, is there any point in MVP? Because I don't know what you're going to fucking say for MVP. Kate Bishop. <laughs> hey, Steinfeld, is Kate Bishop. Yes. Because she's perfect casted. Yes. Another, another a fine example of Marvel's perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they're very good at doing it. Yeah. Uh, okay, then runner-up. I mean, hmm. we give it to Hawkeye. Or Elena. Hawkeye. It's either Clint or Yelena. Mm. I feel like Yelena does the more funness when she comes in, but Hawkeye yes. brings the yeah. more emotional angle to the and show. And it's also, it's his show. He's finally got his own. And he gets the moment of doing the widow whistle. 
Yes. Yeah. So we're going to give it to Clint. Yeah. Okay, we're going to give it to Clint Barton then. Or do you want to give it to Jack? <laughs> Jack's, my men- Jack's my mental <laughs> runner up. The Swords Master. Um, okay, favourite moments. Mm. For me, there's a lot of moments that do jump out the screen at me. Mm. All for good reasons, apart from the goo. <laughs> You're not going to live that goo down, Hawkeye. You're not going to live that goo down. Um... <clears throat> the Jack moment when he comes out and there sword fighting is hilarious. <laughs> the Kingpin reveal is really well done. Can you stop dying next to me. <laughs> Can't help it. Drink your drink. Um, die already if you're gonna die. <laughs> yes. Um, Who I drinks was... like that? Huh? Who drinks That's... a can like that? Honestly, two hands I'm for hiding... a can. I was hiding the product so he can't get copyrighted or some shit. I don't know. Doesn't work like that. No, because like uh, you're not. It's not like we're being spotted. We're not. Like, if you're not calling it out, we haven't got a brand deal. Okay? Yeah, you're not calling it out though. <clears throat> you're the one That's calling it fight. out. You're the one calling it out now. You're the one taking the piss out of me. I'm. It's him. Yeah, but you. Thanks a lot. You got me in the fucking. You got me in the fucking doghouse now. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just gonna fucking go straight to my favorite. It's the fucking the ice rink fight scene because mm-hmm. it utilizes mm-hmm. all the non-bad CGI arrows mm-hmm. uh, in a really fun action pack scene which builds up to that money shot of them side by side firing an arrow yeah that and it, uh, yeah, yeah the little the car scene as we said specifically for me it would be the whistle that's the moment like she like Yelena starts like you know seeing things clearer yeah and how emotional she gets and how emotional he gets that little talk they have about, about that that's for me is the moment when like they're both on the path to recovery. I've gone specific, you've gone for just action. Is this the whole shot? Yeah. Uh my favourite scene is from the elevator scene all the way up to where they compliment each other about the fighting. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> You've got the mixture of comedy, yeah, the banter, and action, and you get to see Kate actually fight mm-hmm. someone who is way out of her league. Yes, fight wise, and then you also got the the comedy part at the very end of it where they just compliment each other mm-hmm. on how they fall. The whole floor like that <laughs> again is very similar to the whole dynamic Nat and Clint have yeah. whenever they fight yeah. in Civil War. They're fighting. They're also just like you put your punches. No, <laughs> it's like Budapest all over yeah. again. You remember, I remember Budapest completely differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. But whenever they fight, they're always yeah. sort of bantering at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So my question here, obviously, mm-hmm. this and obviously we've had two. Well, we've had three technically as well. But that was kind mm-hmm. of like a spooky Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see more holiday type specials within yeah. the Marvel Universe? Because we've had, as I said, we've had, we've had this one, which is a very Christmassy show. We've had Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and Well by Night was released for Halloween, so it's kind of a spooky yeah. seasonal special. So would you like to see more like this going forward? What was forward? that one? Worth by Night. What's that? The black and white one with the werewolf. That's on Disney Plus. Obviously, I've missed one. It came back. It came out in October. Oh, whoops! Like one of the best ones. Of it is life. literally probably the best Marvel film of the year. 
He's adding that to his list now to watch it later on. It's a, it's more of a short film than a yeah. big film. But it's still oh, okay. it. it's a TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's like it, the best I'll... TV movie of all time. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. You better be fucking sorry. But yeah. My turn to get a buddy there. So yeah. You, 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 Hayden. So yeah, you like some more seasonal specials. Definitely. I'd like, I'd like a spin off of Jack. It's just an entire spin off of him. <laughs> The or just a spin-off of oh. the LARPers. I, I said I like to think that he joined the LARPers afterwards because that oh, yeah, one little conversation was like, oh, yeah. there's blood all over me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, if that is everything there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you can check out the pilot review. Obviously, you... Well, sorry, I did for you because you were ill at the time and I had to read off your notes. Uh, I'll put the link for that in the description below. Obviously, you can check out uh, the rest of the podcast on obviously Spotify, uh, iTunes, and all that. I'm going to try and get out the other Marvel ones, the pre the Chat K podcast when we used mm-hmm. to do the Chat K podcast. I'm going to try and get them out as well uh, around this time. Uh, so yeah, obviously you can check Mr. Kiki Bear on his channel slash Twitch. More Twitch than his channel. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you're always with me, so you can't really check you out anywhere else. I mean, you got your own channel, but I'm pretty much running that at the moment. <laughs> one video fucking every two weeks. <laughs> oh, what, the Fatal Error one? <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, obviously, we hope you enjoyed. Yeah. And we hope to see you next time. Yeah. Bye. See ya.